about it. Okay, we're recording. Alright, now I will play the intro. All right, welcome back to Landlocks, a Cyclone Fanatic gambling podcast brought to you, as always, by our good friends at the Mississippi Distilling Company. I have my Cody Rhodes in front of me. I should be drinking it more heavily after the pathetic showing of our trio in the cash crops last week. It was bad. We're not going to talk about to start to show up, but then we're going to move forward. If we don't get fired for being... The worst podcast on Cyclone Mac. Our bets might get us there. But anyways, I hope that you actually think I realize I'm joking. But always, we are sponsored by Wild Rose Casino out of Jefferson, Clinton, and Emmitsburg. That being said, I'm going to be in Clinton next Thursday night. You should definitely come hang out with me and all the champions from their uh, Bet Rivers contest and some Bet Rivers hired ups. So like Trent Condon, Ken Miller, Andrew Downs, and I think Mike Howe. Rob Howe, sorry. My bad. We're going to be there and some Bet River people. And, you know, Dolphins versus Bengals is the Thursday night game, which at first we all kind of made fun of, but actually might be pretty fun now. So I might need to double check that because I think it was the original date. So, but come check us out at Clinton next Thursday night. It's going to be a lot of fun. And please subscribe to us on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. If you for some reason are listening to this. So as always, I am Ted Flint, joined by Jake Foss and Sean Chantes Festerman. I don't want to do this, but as responsible podcast host, I'm gonna hand it over to Jake to, to share our very terrible, no good, bad picks <clears throat> from last week. Hey man, you you won more than one game at least. Did I? Yeah, you went two and three. Um, <laughs> Suckers, so champion. You at least, I guess, beat us by one win. All right, so you had BYU Oregon under fifty-seven, Texas Tech plus ten, Nevada Iowa under thirty-nine, Miami Texas A&M under forty-four and a half, Fresno State plus twelve and a half. So my unders came through. Yes. Yep. So I mean, you you got two two wins at least out of the five. Tez had Oklahoma minus 11, Kansas, Houston under 57 and a half, Purdue money line, and New Mexico State plus 37, which went one and three. Yeah, yeah they went so that? bad. We won't what talk was about that New, New Mexico State. What, what was that New Mexico State score? Uh, the last I saw, which I know was not the final, but uh, I saw it at 63 nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one got real bad real fast. Uh, I had UTSA plus 12 and a half, Toledo plus 32, Fresno State plus 12 and a half, Michigan minus 47 and a half, also going one and three. And our fearless leader, who's getting very cocky after a four and one week, had Bama first quarter minus 12, Iowa State, Ohio over 47, Penn State minus three, Nebraska plus 11, and Washington minus three. So before we talk about the sickos and the the flyover apparently fresno state's quarterback went down and i do you remember that because you and i were both watching that game and it was very late after a tailgate jake do you have any idea remembers of fresno state's quarterback going down that night nope yeah so that was news to me when i was listening to a podcast this week so that's how close we were watching that apparently i blame that i blame <laughs> yep, that for not we covering. don't even remember it but we're gonna blame it don't even know the kid's name but he's a bum jeez <laughs> 
Anyway, that was supposed to be the whole thing too, wasn't it? He was yes. He was mad USC didn't recruit him, and uh, it was supposed to be his revenge game sort of thing. And... Now he knows why he'll never be a Trojan. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. So to our flyover, which was Fresno State at USC, over under of seventy four. Didn't that... hit did not hit it was it was it ended up being pretty close i mean it was 69 nice nice <laughs> uh so you and tez had the under so you pick up uh w's on that one which so i feel you... bad because you only bet the over despite us yeah i mean the the worst part about that ted is not the fact that i said over for for our podcast purposes but you guilted me into betting it while we were sitting on my couch in my basement. And then it proceeded to go under. Well, you, yeah. I bet everything I pick because I'm a man of principle. I bet my cash crops. Always. How'd that go? Well, not well. I, I'm picking the, the, the thing is, is I'm picking the wrong games to make my cash crops. I made money on the weekend, but wasn't on those, obviously. <laughs> No, uh, I definitely made money because somehow Jack Trice cell service got me through to hit that under when it was under 56. And then Jake kept giving me dirty looks in the stands as I was rooting against the Cyclones that fourth quarter for getting points. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a thing. Uh, you're, you're sicko under. You want to talk about that, Ted? About how Cal is a bunch of bums and they let Notre Dame come back and score 10 unanswered in the fourth quarter and lose? No, I prefer not to talk about that game because <laughs> – Notre Dame's garbage, and Cal <clears throat> could cover the spread, but couldn't cover the goddamn under. Excuse my language. Um. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on to this week's week four of college football. It's a new week. It's the last month of September. We are here, and <clears throat> we normally we talk with Iowa State, but since there is a Big Twelve game on Thursday night, I figured we'd be best to start there. It is West Virginia traveling to Blacksburg. They are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-under is 50-and-a-half. Don't really have a play on this, except I think West Virginia is going to win. I think they're better than how they've looked, and I understand they lost to Kansas a few weeks ago. Was that this week? Was it last week? No, it's a few weeks ago. Yeah. I, I think Virginia takes bad. Virginia takes just not good. So give me the Mountaineers to come back. Yeah. Make I some think- money. I think I would lean that way too on the spread. The interesting thing, looking at um, looking at action, so I I, I won't touch. I won't actually touch this game. But looking at the spread, the bets on the spread, you've got bet percentage sixty five percent, money thirty nine percent on West Virginia for West Virginia. So um, people, as far as the money goes, are taking the spread. But then it's always interesting on those close games to switch to the money line. And West Virginia is getting 52% of the money on 35% of the bets. So that goes the other way. So I'm not really sure what to think about what people are betting this. But, yeah, if I am gonna, if I had to pick, I'd probably take West Virginia, maybe the under. Um, I don't – yeah, I don't think either of these teams are all that great So the um, on offense. So I, I maybe you would look at the under too. But Yeah, I'd, I'd really kind of in the same boat as Ted. I don't have a feel for that game. I don't – know much about either team um i yeah i can see under i don't know that either of them's productive enough to make this a back and forth trade touchdowns every few sessions sort of thing so 
And and Neil Brown's pushed for his job. He might not. Yeah. That's what I was. That's what I was just gonna say. Is that, that's something to me. I suppose considering I mean, I thought Rocky only like one and a half, but yeah, Neil Brown goes and loses this game. Um, it's uh, he's probably looking for a new job. I don't know if right away, but man, he'd have to really turn around if he lost this one. So what you should be betting. And be a much more fun game if you're not watching the amazing Steelers and Browns which <laughs> Good to you. Um, it's just Carolina. Just state. Uh, Carolina is a two-point favorite over under six. You just bet the over. Points are going to get Georgia State's defense is bad. Their offense is pretty good. I am worried about Coach Carolina scoring enough to make this over, but I feel like just anytime Georgia State over-under is out there, I think I might just start betting the over and just going with it. I um I, yeah I don't have a big lean myself on this but man the the money is on Georgia State at least on the action app uh, at home two point underdogs um, both money money line and spread um, uh, the the money is there so uh, I'll probably be probably be sprinkling the money line there just because give me give me something to make me care about that game. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I'm touching that one. I'll probably. I don't know. I've got enough other things to worry about during that time frame, and that's and it probably won't be Steelers Browns. Because I'm really gonna need even, like a coward drop. I can just like hit a coward button. Even for fantasy purposes, that, that game's not worth it. But we uh, can probably make that happen. <laughs> so, like I said, this being landlocks the Big Twelve, Big Ten mainly game. But we do have to talk about this next game. Chattanooga heading to Illinois. Uh, Illinois is an t- 18-point favorite. Another 30-point under. Over-under. Over-under is 39. Not just Iowa out there. Uh, it up. Man, I, just wrote, I just wrote no. Next uh, time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it'll show up, but all I wrote was gross. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is in the probably what the bottom, bottom five or top five grossest games of the week. It's got to be. You're getting yeah. over under in the 30s. Tickets are this, as low as $4. <laughs> this screams, you turn this game on at 9 o'clock, and the in-game over-under is 24 and a half, and you just bet it. You just bet the under. <laughs> like, it's like 10 to 3, four minutes left to go in the third quarter, and you're like, yeah, I think they can get by the one points this game. Let's go ahead. Let's hit that. Or that's a me problem, and I apologize. It's a very much a you thing. I don't know if it's a problem. <laughs> So yeah, um, I mean, if, if it's if it wins for you, that's not a problem. Uh, he, well, Jake did watch it actually happen Friday night. I hit that <laughs> Wyoming Air Force under four times right in front of him. So you certainly did. Three of the four hit. I say it worked out pretty well. So <laughs> all right, um, let's move on to Friday. There really is no landlocks here. Um, I do like the Boise State UTEP under under forty five and a half. I think Nevada's going to get smoked by Air Force, but 24 is a lot of points. And Syracuse is a nine-point favorite. I think take the orange at home. Any of those games interested any of you guys at all? Not really. I mean, if I'm going to do anything, yeah, I, I, I think I'd with you, uh, Boise State under, probably lay the points with Air Force, but I I don't know that I actually will. Yeah, it's after <laughs> – after what Syracuse did to me last week, which was uh, Purdue's fault 
but uh, since they <laughs> let them win that game. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I Nine seems like just a bit much for me. On it came down from teams. ten and a half. Yeah. Virginia is bad. Yeah, but how good is Syracuse, really? I mean, mm, beat Purdue. Purdue beat Purdue. <laughs> I watched Purdue beat Purdue. Poop. Uh, kicked off from the other team 35. That was the wildest thing I've ever seen. Um, this is hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't disagree with any of those other things, as far as, especially because he That being said, in Boise Under. The over has hit in five of the last six meetings between oh wait, wait Air Force Nevada. I'm an idiot. Ignore me. <laughs> so about the Air Force Nevada over and just ignore that Boise State take the under. I, so, anyways, time to talk about Iowa State. Iowa State at home, eleven o'clock. I'm sure Jake's looking forward to waking up at four in the morning on Saturday morning. That's legitimately probably when my alarm's <laughs> going to be set. It'll be great. Taking my boys to it. Hopefully, it's not three hours and forty-five minutes like last Saturday. <sighs> The over under is forty five and a half. I four seasons as an underdog, so but the last, but the home game has won every all four games straight up the last four seasons. So trends say I, close as you win, which I hate. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard. I, yeah, I I don't. I'm not. Uh, aside from my emotional hedge betting that will happen at some point uh, on the Baylor money line with them being underdogs, I. If somebody asked me what to do with this game, I would or what I thought about it, I would probably take or lay the points minus two and a half Iowa State and say under forty five and a half. But I think both of those numbers are spot on, um, and I, I think you could you're gonna probably see a less than I don't know if it's a field goal either way, but you're gonna see probably less than a touchdown and right around forty five forty six points. And. And there is that under principle, which didn't hit last week. So I don't know where it is right now, but what's it like? Iowa State hits like 65% of the times as an under after a win. I, so. will, I will say I think this Baylor team uh, is going to be more um, more reliant on the run and trying to run the ball. Um, and I, th- <laughs> I think Iowa State, like Iowa State, that's the strength, at least thus far, of the defense is holding teams to – uh, pretty low yard per yards per carry. So, um, I mean, maybe it goes the complete opposite direction because uh, Iowa State stops Baylor from running, and Iowa State likes to throw the ball. So maybe we end up with a thirty to forty game or something ridiculous. But it'll be uh, fun. Twenty four to ten, and the under hits clean. You know, <laughs> Iowa State enjoy, wins again. I'd enjoy that a lot. Yeah, just never have to worry about it. You know, like just... oh, there's no way that that even if it ends up at that score, there's no way that it's well, like seventeen to ten all the way until <laughs> the end of the game or something. Yeah, yeah, that last that last score is in the last two minutes to kind yeah. of give the breathing room, and then I'm still not comfortable. All right, so let's move on to the game of the weekend, where game day should be at. Duke comes in the Lawrence, Kansas, as a seven and a half point underdog. Over under sixty six and a half. Rock chalk. This number's dumbed down like a point and a half now. Is that nine? Man, you get this under seven. I'm hammering Kansas in this in this place. Um, under like, seven. Sorry, I like that. I um I might end up betting that. I probably will end up betting that before before we're said and done. 
uh, I will say they're one of my locks is in this game, and that's not it. Um, I really, I really like the over, even though I'm giving up uh, two and a half points on that since I I bet it early and it's moved up since then. Uh, but yeah, this game's gonna go over. Uh, neither of these teams play defense. Uh, their it, offensive efficiencies are pretty good. Kansas's numbers are legit when you look at them based on who they played. So, and I don't like we have talked on this podcast before. We do not support parlays, but if you were looking at a money line parlay, I'd be real curious to see what a Clemson, Kansas, Iowa money line parlay comes out to. Forty two. <laughs> were you guys? Were you guys discussing that? Was That's that what first? I was talking yeah. about. <laughs> Jake's potentially on it already. Yep. So I think Clemson's gonna run going away at Wake Forest. I think that one's not gonna be close. And Iowa's well, they like nineteen and one as a home as an away underdog, well, away favorite. Away favorite, yeah. So like we'll that. talk about that later. So yeah, so that's a yeah. If you want, if you want to, uh, I don't know if you call it spicy, but a fun three team money line parlay. Money line parlay. Yeah, Clemson, Iowa, Kansas gets you to some plus juice. Especially if DraftKings gets you one of those like nice little like the more people you put in parlay will give you thirty percent. You know. Yeah, that's part that of why I just noted it and haven't bet it yet. I'm gonna see what what comes on Saturday or Friday night maybe. We do love DraftKings and our boys at Wild Rose because there's nothing that makes me more angrier than betting a game that I'm certain up on Thursday. And then Saturday morning I wake up and they're like, plus 100 on your favorite <laughs> bet a week. Yeah. You're like, yep. Here's mm-hmm. these boosts. Yeah, Anyways, we shouldn't talk crap about our, our, our sponsors. And- <laughs> no, it's good that they do it. It's just I often have my bets in before Saturday morning, so. Save it for the Iowa under, um, which keeps going down. We'll get to there when we get to the night games. Maryland goes to Michigan. Michigan is a 17-point favorite. Over under 65. Was that was Michigan who killed New Mexico State? Was that what happened? Was that who they played last no, week? No, that was that was Wisconsin. Uh, oh. Okay. Um I so, I want Michigan. Uh, I'll take Michigan laying 17. Uh, so I think same spot. I think Harbaugh is going to go out there and just wipe the floor with them. Michigan has covered the last six games against Maryland. Yeah, I think I think they're going to cover it. Um, I also looking at it. I don't know if the numbers support this, but um, I think the I think the over is a potential decent bet too. Man, the over. I don't know how you feel about that. But, I feel I mean, like it didn't high, hit. But... It didn't hit last time. I don't think it's hit all season. Has it for um, Michigan, Michigan? For Michigan, that I'm not sure on. Well, if Vegas Insiders yeah, wasn't yeah. such a trash site, I'd be able to go look it up real <laughs> I'll quick. I'll pull but, it up. Hang on. Oh, good luck. Good luck having fun with that site. Anyways, <laughs> Central Michigan goes to Penn State. Happy Valley. Penn State's a 27 and a half point favorite. Over under 63. Hmm. Last week they beat UConn 59 nothing, and the over under was 59. Yeah, so that one pushed, and the their others have gone under, but that's not because of Michigan's lack of scoring. That's because they've played absolutely awful teams that haven't scored hardly any points. So, okay, okay, but that still counts. Anyway, no, yes, yeah, so I'm just I'm just saying it's not for the lack of Michigan not scoring a bunch of points, considering they've scored 59, 56, and fifty one points. Who did they? Um, who did they uh, score fifty six against? Uh, Hawaii. Oh, uh, did they cover that game? No, that's right. They missed it. <laughs> they missed it by. They missed it by a point. 
was under by a point. Screw you. And again, Which I don't know if you had it noted. They they are playing the absolute trash game of the week this week. Oh, yeah. They're Can't playing New Mexico State, baby. <laughs> Two-point favorite. We'll talk about that Two later. Two-point favorite. <laughs> so back to this Penn State game. They're Like I said, they're minus 28.5-point favorites. 27.5-point favorites. You know what? I think I'm going to take Central Michigan here. Um, that's what I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, that's a, that is a lot of points for a central Michigan team that I think could probably, yeah, keep it within that. The, there's a little bit more money. Uh, there's, I mean, the money and bets are on central Michigan. There's a little bit more money than, than bets on that. So I'd probably be with you there. Um, over under is pretty, pretty similar. So I don't, I don't have a great feeling on, on either of those, but if I was going to bet it, it'd be. Penn State. I just feel like Penn State coming off of waxing Auburn right before the Big Ten stars. It's just yeah. like, just let's go out there. A little bit of that, yeah. Hang over, get the lead, sit on it, let him. I could do that for sure. And and the main reason I'm saying this, because I know how much Jake loves trends. <laughs> Central Michigan since 2018 is 9-3 against the spread as a double-digit underdog. And they're straight up 5-1 against the spread as the underdogs in the start of last season. That being said, Penn State is 3-0 this season covering the spread. So, something has to give. Rocking a hard place. I feel like Central, Mich- the Cent- Central Michigan teams as of late, not this year, but have been better than this team as far as the trend goes. So, we'll see We'll see how they, how they stack up with Penn State. Well, they have... Lost to Oklahoma State 58-44. And lost to South Alabama 38-24. But, but they beat Mighty Bucknell 41 up nothing. So they're, they're on <laughs> no. the upswing. They're on the upswing. <laughs> sure. Let's go Chippewas. Aren't they the Chippewas? Yeah. Sounds look, right. Look at me. I know, I know stuff. I know things. I tell you who I would not want to be a fan of this weekend, though. Missouri traveling to Auburn. Auburn's a seven-point favorite. Over-under is 51.5. My inner thought is Auburn waxes Missouri because Missouri's not good, but also Auburn's just kind of crap right now, and their coach is kind of crap. And Yeah, it's a very, like, on-paper first gut. You, you do – I'm the same way. It's You got to take Auburn. Like, it just seems too easy, but – Auburn is a very, I guess, kind of a what have you done for me lately kind of situation. Like, what are you really? Are you good or, or are you just, <laughs> or are you living on the Auburn name at the moment, you know? And and nobody knows what's happening in Brian Harson's mind. Yeah, well, that's true. He was the coach that wouldn't let his players take the elevator, right? Right? Was that was him? It could be. Sounds very much like something he would do. He's the old Boise coach, so yeah, yeah. I, 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 I might end up betting Auburn. I, I don't know, just kind of on principle. But I, I don't love. I, I don't love the fact that I'm going to do that. But I'm probably going to do it. Well, not like it's eleven o'clock kickoff. So what else could you be doing at eleven o'clock on Saturday? Yeah, nothing too important. It is, yeah. Not much going on. 
Yeah, the money and the the money and the bets are all over Auburn, which I assumed. Uh, there, I mean, it's got a twenty six percent advantage to the money, so there is there is money uh, coming in on that. So it's it's not a terrible bet, but you're still betting with the public. So, all right. So moving on to another Big Twelve game, eleven o'clock kickoff, TCU SMU, the f- skillet, the Iron Skillet Bowl. Over under 70 and a half points. This game barely missed being our fly over under, and I wish it was. And SMU is a two and a half point underdog because I am hammering the over. Give it to me. Let's go. Interesting. <laughs> I can I can definitely I can see a lot of points being put up here. I've got that. I think I'm gonna maybe go SMU money line. Um and that's more of a I'm just kind of taking the home team in a rivalry game sort of situation here and I think you know talent wise skill wise it's a good matchup and it's tight and I think that game will be a ton of fun to watch but you know also other things going on at 11 so let me tell you nobody on the action app likes SMU that's for sure we're talking. Well, they're 80, all going to lose. 89% of the bets, 94% of the money on the spread, 88% of the bets, 95% of the money <laughs> on the money line. Well, the over under. So that one um, is actually has a pretty big difference. The under is getting 29% of the bets, but 66% of the money. Hmm. So the money is liking the under on that game. Well then Vegas is going to make a lot of money because the over has hit <laughs> in eight of the last 11 matchups in this game. They both averaged, they averaged 37 and 38 points per game so far each since 2000 and the, this year. So they're, they're damn near both averaging 40 points a game. So let's go points. Go points. points. How long, how long does that trend go back? The, the, what did you say, the last eight times they met? Did they play every year? Eight of the last 11 games. Oh, eight of the last 11, okay. So, did they play every year? I don't know. I asked you. But I, I have no idea if they play Well, you need to talk to Alex Gookin when he comes on the pod <laughs> next week <laughs> to start saying these things. So, because we're uh, we're going to bring him on. We're going to bring up old Gookins and his trends next week to join us so we can yell at him in person. Man, he's going to take our jobs. <laughs> nah, he can type, but he can't talk. It works out. We, we talk. We talk good. Talk so good. <laughs> All right, two thirty slate. Minnesota versus Michigan State. Minnesota is a two and a half point favorite. Over under is fifty one. Give me the Gophers. Oh yeah. All I good. understand they haven't All played right. anybody. I get it. They but... look good though. They look. They look quite good. Do you guys know I'm what the there. combined record of the teams they've played is? Let's put it this one way. One, one of those columns say. has a zero in it. Oh, is this, is it, oh, it's, <laughs> I think it's 0-7, I think I heard today. Oh, so. okay. I mean, that would make sense. I don't care. I'm, uh, I'm rowing the boat this week, at least, until good old PJ Fleck burns me. I'm sure it won't take long, uh, <laughs> knowing knowing old PJ. Yeah, you're probably right. SMU and TCU do play every year, by the way. Hmm. Uh, 
except for some weird little misses here and there. But um, that's why we keep you around. To, to, to be forty-five seconds late to a conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, there's, I I'm all for Minnesota. I guess they've been they've been looking sharp. They're I understand beating Colorado is not a crowning achievement, but certainly not. <laughs> I'm okay Sorry. with that. But give me the give me those give me those points and and go in there and whoop them. Yeah, I mean, I, I won. My, I, won, I won a lot of money last week watching uh, Sparty get all whooped up in Washington. So <laughs> let's see him get whooped in their hometown. Why not? So this game is super interesting because Tech cost me money last week because they couldn't cover ten because they're bums. Um, but Texas is coming to town. They're coming to Tortilla Town. Um, Texas Tech is a six and a half point home dog. Over runners fifty nine and a half. I kind of hate this game because I don't even know how to touch it. I think yeah. I'm taking Tech. I don't know how much I like it. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, I guess part of that, too, is I, I don't know where they're at on quarterback health and all that stuff. I don't know if that's been announced, but... Um, but I don't know. It it seems like it seems like they're they've been decent. They're doing okay, and uh, obviously a big game that I think just that entire town gets up for every year. So yeah, I think you're probably right about that. But I I don't I don't have a whole lot of uh, faith in Tech right now. I don't know why. I just don't. Um, Texas is Texas. I think though. I think they can. They can win by a touchdown. That's that's something I can I can see touchdown ten points. I so I'll roll with Texas on that one. The trends in this game are just all over the place. So Texas has covered nine of the last twelve games against Texas Tech, but they've also failed to cover six of their last seven Big Twelve games. So I have no idea how to even take any of that. You know. That doesn't surprise me with the way that Texas, but actually the way that both of the programs have been over the last 10 years. And, but that being said, Big 10, Big 12 teams are 15 and 6 against the spread at home this season. So we're going to need to keep track of that trend and just see if Big 12 teams just cover at home. Cover at home. Yeah, that'd be a good one. So look at us making notes and stuff. We're smart. <laughs> um,. I don't want to talk on it because Florida has owned Tennessee and it's not a landlocked area of the podcast, but you know, the line is 10 and a half. Give me Tennessee to cover that. I would so. lean that way too. Yeah. I'd, I, I'm, I'm always good with that. It's betting against Florida. That has worked pretty well for me in the past. <laughs> um, Looks like the public's with Florida, which kind of makes me even... Well, because Florida's won like 15 of these games in a row or something. Yeah. Like, it's it's an insane streak. Like, Tennessee has one win against Florida since 2004. And it's not like a small number. It's 15 or 16 games. Hey, that's the way Kentucky was till like two or three years ago, too. And now they just beat Florida every year. Yeah. And we're okay with that. We're absolutely okay Most with certainly. that. We encourage that. 
Florida has not covered the spread on the road since the start of last season. So, that there you go. But, of course, Tennessee's never been favored by more than five points against Florida. So, really interesting to see how that one plays yeah. out. Huh. But, talk about just a garbage game that, if you're betting this, I respect you. Indiana-Cincinnati, Indiana the six, 17-point underdog. Coming in the Cincinnati, over under is fifty seven and a half. Give me I've Cincy got, to roll in that one. Uh, yeah, I've got nothing. If I did anything, yeah, it's Cincinnati to just that's that's just my take it to them. But I I, I likely bet that one. Not the uh, the trends do like the over in that game, <clears throat> so I can't find that trend. But you have to trust me. The money, uh, you're 50% of the bets on Cincy, 76% of the money, so that's good. Uh, over, over is getting 66% of the bets, but 87% of the money, so there's some money there, but nothing too crazy. to. The over has hit in five of the six games they've played. Not together, like just them this year. Their over's okay. been hitting when they play, like separately. Indiana's certainly giving up points this year, so I can... <laughs> Yeah, I can see Cincinnati really probably probably would cover it in that. Yeah, I mean, since he put up 24 on Arkansas, I mean, that was in a loss, but still over and put up put up some some points. So, um, one of my favorite bets this week, and it will be a cash crop, is Tulsa plus 21 and a half at Ole Miss. I tweeted it out today on the Landlocks, but Tulsa is like 11 and 0 against the spread for going back quite a bit against rank. Against teams? I don't, I don't know. Let's go look at my Twitter. But give me Tulsa plus 21 and a half. Just trust me. I mean, I won two games last week, which is double what these guys won. So, Yeah, I was live betting plate appearances last night for games I wasn't watching. So I'm okay with blind faith here and there. <laughs> Uh, I will say it uh, looks like 73% of the bets, 74% of the money. So it's just a majority public uh people betting betting on Ole Miss to cover that I I don't know if I'll actually bet it if I do I'll probably be on Tulsa with uh Ted's advice there I suppose I do Especially wish this the hook if you get the hook that's... the hook's always yeah that's a good hook to have right there I do wish this Oregon Washington State game was kicking off about six hours later and we would all bet that but Washington's a six and a half point underdog at home me them but we'll come back to that when we have more time because we're, we're trying to stick on our in our games and i know you guys want to talk about this game i know the whole <laughs> listening audience was here to talk about the six o'clock kickoff oh my god the punt bowl new jersey iowa rolling in the town as a seven and a half point favorite the under is now down to 34 <sighs> yep that's I disgusting to, i have to bet that under <laughs> That's so disgusting. I, um, I, I, that may or may not show up in my locks, even though I'm giving up uh, a point and a half from what I bet it at on Monday. My sicko unders are one and three. At some point, I got to make like a business decision and not just bet these gross unders. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be locking that one in as one of my my cash crops. Like I just don't I I don't see scoring happen. I mean, 
the the worst thing that could happen for that total for it to go over uh, is you end up with special teams and defensive touchdowns. Other than that, I don't. Which see is what I'm worried about. I'm worried about another Maryland versus Iowa game like last year. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think I think my play on this one is I think I'm going to take Rutgers team total under, which is at 13 and a half. Um, that seems easiest because I don't I don't think they're going to score, and it is and it saves me from any fluky Iowa defense crap that is in this sort of game is almost inevitable to happen. And but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, and I'm not I'm not telling you to pick Rutgers. Do not come at me at nine o'clock Saturday when I'm just trying to enjoy something better. This is the first night game in Rutgers in like a decade or something. Some <laughs> long name, long time. It is a sellout. The crowd. I guarantee Rutgers fans think they can win this game. Right, well, I they're think getting, they're getting damn near every, some faith. I think damn damn near every t- team that plays Iowa is going to think that because it's going to be a field goal game until the end. I think I heard Rutgers is getting their quarterback back this year week. Don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know if that's good. This is like when you walk up to a carnival and they're like, "You want to see the grossest thing ever? It costs five dollars. Get look in this box." <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, "Here you go, sir. Open the box." What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box is two offensive touchdowns. One of them, which was resulted to a block punt within the 10 yard line in which the running back stumbles in like this. I'm just going to say it. I hope Iowa wins and they win scoring one touchdown. And it's like seven to two. Is that where the national media keeps clowning? I'm some bad, bad person. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to bet the unders until they, make me <laughs> prove me wrong that they can actually score points on offense. The unders I mean, will they, continue until they might even go. Breaks. They might even go over <laughs> this week on, on a defensive touchdown, and I don't think that's going to keep Who do they get next week? next week? Illinois or something? I'm not sure. I, I think it's look, Illinois. But... Illinois' over-under is 39. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Let's look no, up. They play, they play uh, they've got Michigan next week. Oh. So maybe so, I won't be betting the oh, that one. I'm real curious to see how high that over-under is going to be. What do you think? 49 and a half? Man, I don't know. You think it gets into the 50s? Probably not. Yeah, I bet it opens at like 48 or something like that. Maybe yeah. moves a little bit on people Action thinking shows Michigan a number, will throw. a number from somewhere at 45 and a half. I might hit the over. Man, Anyways, that's next week. We'll worry about that's that next later. week's problem. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Arkansas, Texas A&M are not technically landlocked, but A&M is now only a one and a half point favorite. The over under is forty eight and a half. I'm going to parlay when I bet this game. I am betting it. I'm parlaying the Arkansas money line and the over for half a unit. Really? I think that they're going to score. I understand Texas A&M look like garbage. But I just feel like the over is hitting this game more times than it has not. And yeah, give it to me. I suppose, yeah i uh, I like the Ar- I like Arkansas to win here, but I don't know if that 
that probably I don't know. To me, that would probably mean mean it go, means it goes over forty eight and a half. But uh, I don't I don't really love the total either way. I do like Arkansas money line as a one. I mean one and a half point underdog, and I'm just gonna take the money line there. Uh, I man, it's tough. I know, like you said, A and M hasn't looked the greatest, but. Arkansas has given up like 350 yards a game passing or something right now. Uh, and the rushing defense isn't delightful either. That's where I'm just a little weary is that if, if A&M can be competent on offense, I think they've got a chance to score quite a bit. Yeah, it's interesting to me looking at, uh, at, what the percentages are. I mean, it's basically the, the public is slight favorites or uh, liking Arkansas, 66% of the bets, 67% of the money. So there isn't really a lean there. Um, uh, Arkansas has covered though, the last four games against A&M and they're five, one against top ranked teams this last season. So the money line A&M is getting, uh, I mean, it's only 40% of the money, but it's all, it's also only on 27% of the bets. Um, the over is the popular pick there, but it's uh, you got a ten percent lean towards the money on that at fifty nine to sixty nine percent. So, yeah, I don't. I'm kind of surprised that there isn't more more of a disparity there. I thought maybe you'd see the spread uh, being that low, uh, maybe uh, kind of tilting in A and M's favor, but doesn't look like it. So, so all right, moving on, Wisconsin. Goes in the Columbus. They're a 19-point underdog. The over-under is 57. I hate everything about this game. Because Ohio State should cover easily. You would think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I kind of have it listed as if I kind of poke around, and I haven't on anything else really, but... I might do Ohio State in maybe like a three-leg teaser just to bring that down a little bit for me. Um, Get that down under two touchdowns. Yeah. So if I can do that, I might, if I, you know, if I find something else that I want to. I kind of like that. Get toss that in there, but. Six-point teaser, get it under two touchdowns, find something else to do, another game or two to do that with. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah, two or three-leg just to grab some juice on it and then hopefully theoretically 13 should be fine but you know yeah, I, Wisconsin beat me by 63 points last week so <laughs> yeah I, I I think if you're gonna make me pick this game um, pick it I'm taking Ohio State to cover 19 and a half win by three touchdowns or something probably but um, I don't know that I trust them to win by three touchdowns I, I do like the idea of a teaser. So Ohio State is five and zero, both straight up and against the spread against Wisconsin every single time they've come there since 2007. And let me highlight how little these teams go to Columbus. <laughs> it's only five games, but they've been there in 15 years. That's all I'm gonna say on that because it's garbage. Uh, it's. It's incredible that a team from the Big Ten West has been there five times in that time frame because I know another one that I believe has played them twice in that time frame. Yeah. Oh. All right. Um, Anyone want to talk about uh, 
the Florida Atlantic Owls going to produce a 20 point underdog. <laughs> <laughs> Over under 61 and a half. I can't trust Purdue. I won't. It's the moment I posted about how good and smart I was for taking their money line last week. Everything. Oh, I just completely imploded. <laughs> I, I, I saw that you had posted that after it had like started to implode. And I was like, Tez, what did you do? That is um, that is the moment my entire Saturday just tanked. Everything I think I lost like six straight bets after that. I I if I'm betting this, I'm just taking Purdue and just hoping uh, that I mean they just turn it around and they're just better and win by. Hopefully, hopefully it's not even close and it's they're up by forty points or something. But I don't know. You know what's equally fun? All these games are at six thirty in the Big Ten. Like they must just hate themselves. Anyways, Miami, Ohio, the Red Hawks are going to Northwestern as a seven-point underdog. Over/under is fifty. Give me Miami. Yeah, Northwestern's terrible. They're so I'm, bad. I'm I'm very likely betting that, and I'm taking Miami. Since I know how much you love trends that go back longer than you were alive, Jake. Since 1995, the Red Hawks <laughs> have covered. Four of the last five games against Northwestern. Ted, what year was Ted? What, Ted, what year was I born? And you just gave me a trend that goes back twenty-seven years. I know. I'm just giving you. I'm just giving it to you. I know. Four of the last five. Woof! I don't like what the numbers, uh, the percentages say on the spread on this one. I know that compared so, to what I just said. You were two, and that's fine. I was two years old. So. Four of the last five over the last twenty-seven. Years. <laughs> That's some Iowa point of Columbus been, numbers right there. It would, it would have been so much better if you would have just said four of the last five and left out when how long that trend I, had to I, go I, back I, for that. I, I, I'm Ron Burgundy. Whatever Gookin writes, I read. All right. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah. So I mean, Northwestern's getting. I mean, getting the majority of the bet percentage, but getting eighty at fifty six percent, but getting eighty seven percent of the money. I don't. I, I if I if I'm betting this game, I'm not betting on Northwestern to cover. I'll tell you that. Maybe I just don't bet it. But uh, the over is also getting a lean, a nineteen percent uh, lean on on bet versus money percentage. So. All right. Let's talk about a game that we might actually watch. Um, K State goes into Norman as a 12 and a half point underdog. Over under is 53. I really want to bet K State here. I do too. All the all their trends say bet K State. Like, I'll do the same thing I did against Nebraska last week. I'll, I'll fade everybody on this. I'd give me the Sooners. <laughs> That's yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't really love it and i don't think there's anything to tell me to love it but um i think i think we'll see ou um i don't know kind of show what they're probably gonna be the rest of the year uh and and you'll end up with a a close couple touchdown win type of thing and more of a defensive battle so k-state has covered in this game quite a bit they're three and oh Against top 10 teams in the last couple of years. They're 5-1 against the Spurs double-digit underdog since last year. And Oklahoma's a terrible 7-9 as a double-digit favorite. So, everything screams K-State. And the over apparently has hit in 11 of the last 14 games, which I don't – I'm not betting that. 
don't care what yeah, it is. I think, if I think anything, the, I think that's where I'd be concerned. Is if you're going to give me 14, I'm absolutely going to bet K State at the the not two touchdowns is the part that concerns me to bet them. But yeah, I I think I think you end up with a 10 point game. K State covers. So I think it's about it. As my dog continues to think they're a ghost in the kitchen <laughs> behind me. Same so I hope Casper. Well, I had to get up because I heard some like sounds a minute ago. So like maybe someone was on my back porch. All right, we do at the top of this game. Actually, whew, USC Oregon State, the over under 70 and a half. It's now they're both at 70 and a half. The SMU game and TCU is also. So we have to make a decision about which is our fly. We did pick USC last week. So I kind of feel like oh, okay. Yeah. That's a tiebreaker. I do hate how this line is now five and a half, which actually, no, I don't hate it because I'm taking USC. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. I put my trend here. Home underdogs did in that, the pack. Did that number drop? Oh, yeah, it was six and a half. I'm surprised it was less than a touchdown when it opened. But anyway, go ahead. Well, both teams are 3-0. Oh, so I guess. But home underdogs in the pack 12 are one and three against spread this season. So. I think USC rolls them. I think they're actually pretty good. Well, I mean, we can use the transitive property here because Oregon State beat Fresno uh, 35-32, and USC just beat Fresno 45-17. So that means that USC is going to win 45-19, right? That's how that works? 45-20, 45-20, that's how that works? I am not happy about us moving the flyover because I was pretty happy taking the under in this game. I'm being pretty like pretty safe. <laughs> that TCU SMU game scares me. Yeah, you know? it could be an absolute brawler of a game. <laughs> I already told you what I think about that one. I'll be I like I'll be on the under on that. If if I mean I think that's what should we should do. Um, <laughs> because we don't want to repeat USC if we don't have to. And it's a big twelve game. It, it's our yep. brand. The brand matters. So I will touch on this game. We're getting towards the end. Um, Stanford goes to Washington. Stanford is a trendy pick. It's a 930 kick. So the odds are, if you're like us, you will be betting one of these kickoffs. And Arizona, California ain't going to be it. Yeah. yeah. I do have Western Michigan, weirdly, though. West, Western Michigan, San Jose State won't be it. And Utah, Arizona State won't be it. So this is that Nebraska crap from last week. Stanford is the trendy pick. Like, uh, and I hate it. Still let down. Yeah, I. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know how much. Oh, I'm not touching. How this much game I now. can touch? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm a liar. But. <laughs> Absolutely. By the time we get there, you'll you'll have something on it. I did have since you mentioned it in there. Um, Utah's 14 and a half, at least when I looked yesterday against Arizona State. I might throw that in a, in that teaser. Herm Edwards ain't going to be there anymore, folks, and that's probably addition by subtraction. But... <laughs> I say that's a good thing. And Utah <laughs> is 13 and 5 as a double digit favorite under Kyle Whittenham. So, but also Arizona State's 11 and 3 as double digit favorite. So, underdog. So, Here's something to think about, though. Utah has gone over the last six games, six games 
on the road. That's interesting. So, that's a, yeah, that's an interesting trend. <clears throat> it's the longest streak. So, but yeah, you don't want to bet Stanford. Look, listen to these stats. So, Stanford has failed to cover its last nine games. Washington has covered all three of the games this season. Of course, though, Washington has three and six against the spread at home against Stanford. So, I don't know. Just bet the Hawaii game and be happy. <laughs> I think uh, – I, yeah, I think. I don't know that Stan- I can Stanford's endorse betting bad, the Hawaii man. game either. It starts uh, at seven, too. So That Hawaii game is – yeah, that is the uh, bottom <laughs> or top of the – This is an absolute – Dumpster whatever, game. However, yeah, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> that is so bad. New Mexico State has ballooned I'm, up to a five-point absol- favorite. I'm absolutely <laughs> going to bet something in that by the time I get there. Like, I'm going to get home and be sitting down, and I'm going to sit. I'm just going to go bet something random on that game because I have to. <laughs> just, this, just saying this, I'm not endorsing this. Hawaii has covered the last four times on the road against New Mexico State. Yep, I like it. We'll be betting Hawaii to cover. Prob- I mean, that was what I was leaning anyway, but, you know. But also, you that, speaking of that teaser, Tez, Wyoming has lost eight in a row against BYU. Um, oh, I like BYU. Yeah, that BYU would be a team I'd put in that teaser. Oh, so, look at that. I don't think I saw that one. Well, it's minus, a, they're minus 21 and a half. I, that would get it. I mean, well under the hook. Obviously, I don't love the hook uh, being on the yeah. other side of that. But I would probably bet BYU minus twenty one and a half to start with. So if you're looking for a team to yeah put in a six point teaser or something Add like some that, value. yeah. So like, all right, we 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 comment on this earlier, but now I know I have it in front of me. The Tulsa versus Ole Miss game, six o'clock kickoff. Tulsa will be a cash crop. Tulsa is ten zero against spread against ranked teams since eighteen. They're 8 0 against the spread as an underdog since 2020. They're 15 3 against the spread in road games since 2019. So. And on the other side of the hook at 21 and a half. Yeah. And they've covered every game this season, but every game has also gone over the over in Tulsa. If that's no, something. They didn't, they didn't cover against Wyoming. What did it start at? They lost to Wyoming. Were they favored? Yeah. By six and a half. Well, then ESPN is fake news. All right. <laughs> I doubt. I doubt it moved that far that they somehow covered that when they lost by three. But mm. you can't trust. ESPN. You can't trust ESPN. Who can you trust? Like well, I mean, ESPN's coverage of Tulsa is not something that I would think is probably super great. But considering twice in this article they call someone a pack two in the write up. <laughs> Gookin would Qual- never. Quality research. Gookin would never. Well, Gookin would never. Did we talk? Did we bring up the fact that uh, you should probably go bet bet the Georgia first half spread, whatever it is? No, they're minus forty seven against Kent State. You I know don't know. I'm betting that game. You're gonna bet Kent State to cover. Too many damn points. Yeah. It's actually, that's why. That's why I said go bet the first half spread because Georgia will probably hang 35 on them in the first half, and then Georgia you know. is 0 7 as a 40 point or more favorite under Kirby Smart. So, that's fine. They're gonna cover the first half. That's why they're not gonna cover the game. Go Golden Lightning Hawk bird things that are in that Kent State. <laughs> are the golden flashes? Yeah, golden flashes. Then why is there a bird in their logo? 
I don't have an answer for that. I mean, as, as Cyclone fans, maybe we should just stay in our lane. So, pretty sure I see, like, Moss, like, he's his phone calculator to, like, figure stuff up right now. No, I was just pulling up to see what George, what George's numbers had looked like so far this year. So, too many damn points. Give me those golden flash bird things. Flash yeah. bird things. Yeah. I swear my dog is just dying in there. <laughs> She's just like either that or she's just having her best life. She's like on her back, rolling around, just whining. Oh, uh, well. A little fat little sausage. I love her. But all right, did we miss anything? Uh, I don't think we missed anything uh, that I necessarily wanted to talk about. Yeah, I've got nothing else in there. It's... Let me roll through here real quick. Hit on. I do kind of like Washington State to cover versus Oregon. This is where, like, one of those where the rubber meets the road here. So, Washington State is 10 2 against the spread the last 12 games against Oregon. But they're also 2 and 8 against the spread the last 10 games against the ranked opponents. I so marked, like, that da- marked that down as a game I was interested in. If I was betting it, I would bet Oregon minus 6.5. But I don't necessarily love that either way. I'm more just interested to see what Oregon does in that game. All right. The last thing I want to say. Last thing I want to say. Bam was a 40 and a half point favorite over Bandy. <laughs> You're going to love this trend. You're going to love this trend. Since 1978. Anytime an SEC team has been favored by 40 or more points against another SEC team, the underdog is 4 0. 78. <laughs> That's once a decade. 4 0. That's not even once a decade. That's 1.7.5 decades. Amazing. 7.5 years, right? Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. Once again, uh, I I messed up and forgot to bet it last week. Chris got it as a lock. Well, Chris got the quarter as a lock. I guess I I assume the first half cover Alabama covered the first half. I will be betting them to cover the first half because that has to have been hitting at like eighty percent. Yeah, until the, at least in the non until someone makes a very drunk large bet at when they should have covered against Texas after <laughs> they lost money chasing Boise, and it didn't. All right. That being said, I am Ted Flint, Jake Foss, Sean Tez. Find us at landlockspod.com. Look there for our uh, all of our picks and our flyovers and whatnot. We should be doing a better job of like doing memes and stuff, but I've been around tailgating, so that's my fault. Yeah. I blame myself. <laughs> we'll do better. Ted, it's all it's all your fault. We will do better. Until next time, guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right, peace out. We'll see ya.